Good morning and welcome to prayers for your day. Today is Friday, November the 8th. Thank you for joining prayers for your day. Thank you for being a part of this prayer call where together we come in agreement Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And as we partner in prayer, we partner with the Holy Spirit on uh, the latter part of last week and on this week, we've been focusing on Psalm 78. Hopefully you've had an opportunity to read it yourself, to meditate really on what the Lord um, is speaking through ASAP, because we know that all scripture is inspired of the Lord, what the Lord was speaking to ASAP as he wrote this Psalm and how it is very much relevant to our lives Today And so on Fridays, you know, we do things a little bit different. So today I'm just going to summarize Psalm 78 and pray that you will continue to meditate on this scripture throughout this weekend as you prepare for next week and next week, Monday through Friday. Um, some of you may want to do Sunday to Sunday to give yourself a full seven days. I'm going to do Sunday to Sunday. But on Monday, we will start our communion prayer where we will take communion together um, within our time together, praying the word of God, believing God for healing, physical healing, emotional healing and um mental healing physical emotional and mental healing we will take communion on next week so if you are dealing something with something specifically with your body or with someone else in your family please text me that we want to be specific in our prayers i don't even have to know who you are you can just text me and say breast cancer you can text me and say um you know uh bipolar you can text me and say whatever and then my goal is to study those specific um things and so that we are strategic in our prayers before we take the communion and then take of the lord's body so my cell number is 317-716-6655 Again, 317-716-6655. And like I said, you don't have to leave your name. You don't have to say anything. You could just put whatever it is. Like I said, um, the name of the disease because we want to be or illness because we want to be specific. So we will start that on Monday. Back to Psalm 78. There are just some key verses I want to go over. And verse one says, oh, my people, hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. It is important for us when we read the word of God and we meditate on the word of God that we don't just hear it, but we listen. There's a difference. You can hear something and it can go in one ear and out of the other. But we want to listen to every thing that comes out of the book because God is giving us instruction. God is giving us insight. God is giving us wisdom and he is giving revelation, fresh revelation to the word of God. The next thing is we want to listen to or pay attention to verses 11 through 16 for it says they forgot what he had done, the wonders he had shown them. What God is letting us know here is that he is always, always performing signs, wonders, and miracles in our lives. Don't ever think just because you didn't get a million dollars in your bank account 
or just because um, you prayed for someone and whatever reason, you did not get the results that you thought that you were going to get, that there are not signs, wonders, and miracles that God is performing daily in our lives. The fact that you woke up this morning is a miracle. The fact that you were even born, when you think about how a man and a woman conceive and a child is birthed, from an egg to an actual body is a miracle. The fact that if you were ever in a car accident and you were able to walk away from it, that's a miracle. If you ever had surgery with all the anesthesia and all the freak accidents that happened with that, the fact that you woke up, opened your eyes and was in your right mind from surgery is a miracle. The fact that when you turn on the news and innocent people are getting caught up in, in school shootings and in mall shootings and in restaurant shootings over chicken sandwiches and the fact that you send your stu- your your students you send your um your children and grandchildren and nieces and nephews off to school or off to work are off to sometimes uh, other cities and states and countries and the fact that they call you and you hear their voice or that they walk in the door, that's a miracle. Don't get me going. So God is always, always performing signs, wonders, and miracles in our lives and, and he does not want us to forget. So even in your darkest hours, just take a minute to remember what God has done and to know he is not done performing signs, wonders, and miracles in your life. In Psalm 78, it says, but in spite of all what God was doing, verse 17 says, they continue to sin against him, rebelling in the desert among the most high. They've willfully put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. God said that we could ask him anything in his name and that he would do it. But again, there's conditions to that asking. It says that they continued to sin and they rebelled. Okay, you cannot continue sinning and continue rebelling against God when he has shown you a better way. See, some people have not yet been introduced to God, so they don't know the better way. And that's why we're here. But for some of us and some of our family members, who know a better way, but yet the willful disobedience and the willful continuance in sin and the demanding of God to do something, that's not a good place that we want to be in because that is not what God would have for us. But then it says in verse 34, whenever God slew them, they would seek him. They eagerly turned to him again. So I'm not saying that Things happen in our lives because we've forgotten uh, God or because we're not doing God's will or God's way because we know the story of Job. So I believe when things begin to happen, you know, the word of God says, first, let a man examine himself. So before I say that this is in result of punishment because of something that I've done or that I did, I have to first examine myself. In this case, they were doing things that they know they should not have done. But whenever God began to um, began to deal with them according to their deeds, they turned back to him. But the thing that we have to remember 
is it's not by our mouths that we serve God, but it's by our hearts. I can't say this enough. The word of God says you will know them by their fruit. What what kind of fruit are you bearing? What kind of fruit are people who you are surrounded with bearing? That doesn't mean you necessarily pass judgment because we know that sometimes it, it well we do know that it takes time for fruit for fruit to produce itself. Fruit just you can't plant an apple tree tonight and then tomorrow uh you you find perfect apples. There's a process and Jesus even prunes he even prunes us when, you know, you could have a good tree, but sometimes there's still bad pieces of fruit on it that have to be pruned and plucked. And God does that. We don't do that. God does that. But we are still to be fruit inspectors. So inspect your own fruit before God has to do it. Inspect your own fruit and say, God, I'm thinking this way. You know, um, maybe you're dealing with fornication having sex before marriage, and you know it's wrong, but you're like, I'm struggling in this area. God, help me. Purge me. Cleanse me. God will do it. In fact, he's waiting on you for him to step in to help you. So don't get so caught up, but ask God, seek God for help. And you know what? It says, yet he was merciful. He forgave their iniquities and did not destroy them. I thank God that we serve a merciful God and that God is not like man. Whereas man, they see a piece of bad fruit. They'll cut down the whole apple tree. But God, when we say, God, help me, I've got some bad fruit. Don't cut me down, but God purge me, wash me white as snow. God steps in because he's merciful and he won't cut you down. Instead, he'll prune you. He'll work with you. He'll send his ministering angels and he will equip you to move forward. And then as we go on and go on in Psalm 78, you see what you see is this, um, this pattern, this pattern where God is, um, He's doing great things and then the people of Israel turn their backs and then they ask for repentance with their mouths, but not their hearts. But God forgives them anyway. And then, you know, it's it's this thing and then he sends his wrath and it just goes on and on and on. But you still see that even in the Old Testament, that God still had grace and mercy for his people. He he loves us. He loves you. There is nothing that you can do. There is nothing your children can do. There is nothing any of us can do that if we do not repent and turn from our evil ways that God will not forgive us. There are consequences, but he will forgive us. I'd rather deal with the consequences now than to than to be sent to eternal hell. I don't know about you, but God, let me deal with what I got to deal with now because my desire is to see your face and to live eternally with God in heaven. Um, then towards the end of Psalm 78, it takes us into um, them being shepherded by David. And so I want to ask you again, who are you following Who are you coming in agreement with? And sometimes even our closest family members and our friends, because they love us, they just want to see us quote unquote happy. But if happiness does not line up to the word of God, I don't want it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I don't. I, I can only speak for me. 
If my happiness causes somebody else pain and hurt, I, I don't want it because it's a false sense of security. It's a false sense of happiness. You may be happy with five, you know, with $500, $5,000, five million dollars. But if you didn't get it the right way, are you really happy? Can you really deal with that? Some people can because they have no conscience. The Holy Spirit has not yet convicted them. That's why I said you will know them by their fruit. But true happiness, true joy. I'm really not after happiness after more anymore. I'm after joy. I need the joy of the Lord. So true joy comes from obeying God. True joy comes from doing things his will and his way. And God will bring about the promotion. God will bring about the acknowledgement. God will send what you need when you need it on time according to how he chooses to do it, not how we choose for it to be done. And what better way to allow the good shepherd, Jesus Christ, to lead you with the integrity of his heart and with the skillfulness of his hands. So even if you say, I'm, I'm not trusting any man because man has let me down. Okay, I got you. I feel you on that 100%. I understand. I get it. I totally get it. Then trust God. Trust God to lead you with integrity. Trust God to lead you with the skillfulness of his hands. God loves you so much. Somebody needs to hear that. God loves you so much and he knows he knows he knows he knows everything that you're going through he knows everything that you're up against and even though you may not see it right now I guarantee you there will come a time when you look back on every situation that had you in tears every situation that broke your heart and you will say I thank you, God, for keeping me. I thank you, God, for leading me. I thank you, God, for showing me and guiding me. God will do it. I can't guarantee you a lot of things, but I do guarantee you this. That if you ask God to get involved in your situation, whatever situation it is, whether it's your finances whether it's with different relationships, relationships with your spouse, relationships with your children, whether it's sickness or disease, whether it's dealing with the court system. If you ask God to get involved, he will do it. He will get involved in your situation and you have to trust him that he's working it out. You have to believe that in the end, All things will work together for your good. Be blessed and have an awesome weekend. The conclusion of Psalm 78. Bye-bye.